Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ask John Call-In Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Cool. Welcome, everyone. So I am outside today. It's just a beautiful, beautiful day, and uh, I couldn't be bound to a desk, so we're having class outside. So you may be hearing some background noise. Um, if you do, I apologize for that, but we should be okay. Uh, and I hope all of you are having a beautiful day. It's gorgeous wherever you are, and you can get out and enjoy it. Uh, it's so nice just to just be in nature every once in a while. You know, we're just so used to just sitting in a cubicle or in a desk or wherever we are in front of a computer. But, uh, but anytime you can get out, and I'm finding more and more, anytime I can get out, if I can do work on my phone, you know, so much work we can do on our phone now. I can do work on my phone and I can get out and walk around. It's just such a blessing. So I hope you can all do that. Also, just wanted to mention that uh, we've been getting a lot of questions about when our next detox is, our live detox. So every six months, Coach Nadia and I do a live detox. Uh, it's a 10-day program. And uh, it is people seem to really, really love it. We have repeat people doing it. Uh, we meet The first week we meet, we have webinars the per, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the next week we meet every single day to walk you through a five-day cleanse. The purpose of the detox isn't to lose weight necessarily while you're on the detox or to be on a calorie restriction. You know that we, that's not really our thing. We don't, we don't believe in that. That's not sustainable in the long term. However, what we do recognize and what we do know is that there are many things that can cause weight gain that are not necessarily related to how much you're eating. Uh, things like the microbiome in your intestines or how much toxins you have in your body or, or something called leaky gut if you have leaky gut, uh, the inflammation that you have in your body. So all of these different things uh, set up a hormonal environment in your body that shifts your set point toward fatter, and you end up gaining and gaining over time because your body keeps wanting to store weight simply for hormonal reasons. One of the best ways to reduce many of the physical situations that can cause weight gain and some of the emotional ones too, which I'll touch on in a second. But uh, many of the, uh, one of the ways to reduce many of the physical stresses that can cause you to gain weight is through a detox because with a detox, you kill all the unfriendly bacteria in your intestines and you give your body, your uh, body an opportunity to start uh, creating a microbiome or an environment in your intestines that's, that's conducive to healthy bacteria uh, you can re- reduce leaky gut, you can reduce inflammation, you can reduce in, uh, toxins in your body as well as toxins in your liver. Our toxins, <clears throat> so many toxins get blocked in our, uh, stored in our liver, our liver gets blocked, and our liver, which is the, one of the major fat-burning organs, loses the ability to burn fat. So a de- detox is such a powerful thing to do. I do one every six months, uh, and we guide, we guide you through one every six months. And you're welcome to join us. We, it's going to be, the, I think, the first or second week of May. We will be sending some announcements out next week via email, so check your emails. 
Uh, in a week from now, you'll get some information about when and how to join if you're interested. It's a powerful thing to do. Uh, it's also really amazing when you do a detox. For many of us, I've experienced this, Nadia has experienced this, and thousands of the people that we've guided have experienced this, where uh, you get to this period after the first day or two where you're simply not hungry at all. Uh, and you can go days and days, and oftentimes, and happens every single time we do a detox, we get to day five, and everybody says, can we keep going? Or many people, most people say, can we keep going? Uh, we do want you to finish the detox in, the, in five days and, and come off of it the right way. But uh, it's amazing to feel that you can go so long without, the, without eating and without being hungry. It's almost like your, your body, if you think of your body as having a computer software program that operates, it's, it's a different programming mode. It's a, it's a defrag mode. It's a cleansing mode. And your body shuts down the hunger so that it can accelerate the cleansing. It's an amazing thing to experience uh, because most of us are so conditioned to thinking we can't miss a meal. We can't go a day without eating. We won't survive. I have gone weeks. Uh, without eating, and uh, it's unbelievable. I w it's not something I would do all the time. Uh, I have done it a few times, and it's life-changing. It's powerful. Uh, and I, when I did it, I did it without feeling any hunger at all, which is a really, really amazing. Cool. Just wanted to mention that. So if you're interested in joining us for that detox, check your emails next week, uh, and you'll get all the information about it. We've got some callers, uh, so let me start taking them. The first one is Tracy from Queensland. So let's bring Tracy in from Queensland. Hello. Hello. Hi, hi Tracy. How are you? I'm okay. Cool. Um, What's happening? Question, How can I help you? Um, my question is, I had my um, blood taken, and the doctors come back saying that I had um, high, high insulin, but not like for diabetes, and that I had really high yeah. estrogen. Um, yes. Would that, that would affect a lot with the um, weight loss, wouldn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and they're both related. You probably have something called estrogen dominance, which is common uh, for women that are perimenopause uh, and sometimes postmenopause. I don't know if, that, if you fit uh, that category, but it can also be women in, your, in their 30s. Men can have it too. Yeah, I'm, uh, do you, is yeah, you, I'm almost 40, yeah. Yeah. Um, is your weight... In your more in your hips and thighs or more in your stomach? Yeah. No, hips and Which? thighs. Hips and thighs is estrogen dominance. So yeah. estrogen dominance causes elevated insulin levels. Uh, the reason why it causes elevated insulin levels is because estrogen dominance causes insulin resistance, which then causes your body to have to produce more insulin to get the job done. Insulin is the fat-making hormone. And because you have, your insulin levels are elevated, uh, what your body is, uh, it stops your body from burning fat. So you've hit the nail on the head as far as chemical issues that are causing the problem. The physical issues, the reason, the, the reason why it's happening could be numerous. Uh, and, uh, and here's some of the things that I'd love for you to kind of focus on. One is, as we just talked about a minute ago when we are talking about uh, the detox, is healing your digestion, having more fermented foods, uh, probiotics, digestive enzymes, things like collagen to heal leaky gut, uh, lots of, having lots of live foods and salads and sprouts, uh, all things that can help heal your digestion. Uh, that, that's, that can help a lot. Other things that can help, you know, I don't recommend hormone therapy that much 
uh, almost never. The only instance I do is in this case, I have seen some, I've seen some really good benefits with women taking a testosterone cream. I know that sounds crazy. Why does a woman need testosterone? But believe it or not, women do have, need a certain level of testosterone. And if they don't have it, it can cause estrogen dominance. So it's something you might want to look into. Uh, the other things that help is weight training. Weight training can help uh, reverse the, uh, it, it naturally increase the testosterone and growth hormone and reduce the estrogen. Um, and, then, uh, and then from a dietary perspective, you want, to, you want to be eating more proteins, healthy fats, and live foods as opposed to the real starchy kind of foods. Uh, there's also emotional issues that can cause estrogen dominance and stress issues. So the, really kind of all the things that can cause, that are triggers that we talk about in the Gabriel Method can cause the estrogen dominance. But you might want to look also, do some research in, in, into estrogen dominance, learn as much as you can about it, maybe see a naturopath. And focus on reversing the estrogen dominance. If you can get that reversed, it's most it's likely that the insulin levels will go down also, and your body will regain the ability to burn fat. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been like, I think so. Because I've been this weight, like I've been 160 kilos since I was in high school. Like, and I started putting on the weight when I was 13, and that would have been when, you know, when it all started to happen. I think. Uh huh. Was there a, was there a, a trigger that you know of when you were thirteen? What what was going on in your life? No, Something was in there. Yeah, go ahead. No, I don't really know. I just like all I just know is that like I was not like you know not too big before high school, and I hit high school, and I was about a hundred kilos, and then by the time I left high school, I was a hundred and sixty kilos, and um and I can't yeah. seem to shift the weight, so. Yeah. So when you were, do you remember if it was a stressful period, uh, emotional period, traumatic in any way from when you started high school? Do you remember either at home or in high school or just your life in general? Would you, were there events that happened that were stressful or traumatic? Um, I think, well, um, I think my, well, my grandmother died around that time, but I wasn't really close to her at all. Um, there's like, I mean... I hated school and I was bullied all yeah. the time because of my weight yeah. at school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Like when I was young, when I was younger and stuff, I had like, um, I was like sort of raped sort of by my cousin and stuff. So, yeah. So th that's the issue right there. That, I that issue is so, so common when you, when people have been physically and sexually abused to gain weight. Uh, there was a study done yeah. called the ACE study. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, Adverse Childhood Experience Study. Uh, they, they, they looked at 30,000 people over 20 years, and they found that uh, people that had uh, traumatic experiences in their childhood were 50 to 75% more likely to be obese. And in my own work, my experience personally with trauma and weight and also in the work that I've done with thousands of people, there, it is the strongest trigger. It trumps everything else. Um, so, so it's so important to do some work around that to get to a place where your body feels safe again because that type of trauma makes your body feel unsafe and your body will use weight as a form of protection. It's very, very common. It's almost, as far as from a Gabriel Method perspective, it's textbook, uh, textbook yeah. trigger that would cause that, the type of weight gain that you've experienced. So uh, doing, we do work with a, a, cell, a type of work called cellular release, 
Uh, we also do mm-hmm. uh, meridian tapping. These are these I find yep. these are effective techniques for working through trauma. And I would love for you to spend some time, not even focusing on weight at all, really, but just focusing on the trauma uh, and, and, and getting yeah. to a place where your body is feeling is feeling safe again, reprogramming that trauma. That would be so useful for you and make things so much so much easier. For sure, yeah, because like yeah. I've just struggled, like you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm at 180 kilos, and you know, I've sort of maintained yeah. that weight, and everyone's like, you know, I've tried all different things, like I haven't yo-yo diet, but I like, you know, I've tried exercising, I've tried, you know, different diets yeah. and stuff, and I'm like going yeah. to a naturopath at the moment, and they want me to do keto, and I'm just like, yeah. you know, there's an underlying thing there that I just don't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, that's that's the rate. That is the rate. You see, because what happens is, you start doing keto and you start losing weight, and your body's like, "Hang on a second, we're losing weight. That's not safe." And and you and then you have a like a binge or you or something like that. You know, something your your metabolism slows. Your estrogen levels go up. Your body's going to do something to hold on to the weight as long as your body wants the weight. You've got to get to a place where your body doesn't want the weight anymore, where your body doesn't need the weight anymore, and that can only happen through working through the trauma, I would make that the most important thing in your life uh, because it can save your life in a way that nothing else can. And again, I want to say when it comes to working through trauma, the most effective techniques are not necessarily taking uh, prescription medications or doing talk therapy. It's actually doing some kind of energetic healing, such as the cellular release that we do, which is also called emotional release and the meridian tapping, uh, that's why we uh, uh, have brought so many cellular release uh, therapists and tappers, uh, tapping experts along is because that's the type of stuff that I find works really well. And it could take months of working through it. And I have, I have worked with people for six months before there was any weight loss with specific the same issues that you have, but then the weight, the weight came off and it stayed off. So I would make it the most important thing in your life, I really truly believe it is the most important thing in your life, is to work through that trauma. And in, in our society, uh, we place no value on emotional health, emotional intelligence, emotional health, or emotional resources. Uh, we drink, we take antidepressants, we watch TV, we eat, we don't talk about it. It's all good. But it's not all good. Emotions do- dictate and dominate your life and your health like nothing else. And, uh, and for you yeah. personally, you've had a major, major trauma. It is the most important thing in your life. So whatever the cost, whatever the time, whatever you need, this is where you need to focus. And uh, give yourself six months or a year to work through this, and uh, it will change your life. I can't emphasize this strong enough. Okay? Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Look forward to talking again. Take care. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Cool. Let's talk to Julie in Michigan, please. Hi, this is Julie. Julie, hi. How are you? Hi, good. Yeah, so um, I've been uh, hypothyroid for like 10, 15 years. Last year I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. Um, I have yeah. two, sis- two older sisters who have mm-hmm. breast cancer. One passed away from it. So I've been really conscious about you know, really trying to eat well, and I've been working with a yeah. naturopath for a couple of years. I feel like feel like I've got that side of it real well. I eat good. I do. I just I bought a rebounder. I've been work, you know, exercising on that, and I've always been pretty good at exercising. But 
I need to know what it is, what is it that's going to turn around and finally. Let, I, let me I ask you some questions. How, how, how old are you? Um, I just turned 60. And how much weight are you looking to lose? Um, about 70, 80 pounds. And how long have you had that weight on you? Um, I, I probably um, started gaining weight when I had my kids in the 30s. And then last year, I was working with a different functional doctor, and my cortisol, she, she, I did a test, and my cortisol was, like, yeah. off the charts. And she, she had me convinced that I needed to go in that I had adrenal cancer, and that just made everything uh-huh. worse, and I gained, like, 30 pounds during that time. Uh, made it worse so because, of, because, of the treat, because of the treatment or because of the stress around whether or not you had it? I think the, the stress, because I – she was trying to get me into yeah. a uh, cat scan, and and I never did end up going. And do you know if you have? Um, do, do you know if you have a? Do, do, were you tested? Do you know if you have either adrenal fatigue or chronic fatigue? I, am, I did have adrenal fatigue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't even get out of bed, and I, now I feel I feel like I've gotten past that. I feel way better, but I but I haven't released I any of the I, weight. Okay, I think that uh, the, 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 if I were to like kind of paint a picture of what's happening, my guess of what's happening for you is that the stress uh, not only caused the, the adrenal problems, which causes the weight problems. You know, when your cortisol causes insulin resistance, which causes your insulin levels to elevate, which causes you to gain weight, right? So cortisol, people that take cortisol medication gain weight 100%. I don't care who they are. You, get, you take some doctor who says just eat less, it's all about calories in, calories out. You start giving him cortisol every day and you check in with him in six months and he's not going to be able to sit in his uh, chair anymore. Uh, right. Cortisol causes you to gain weight. It's just that simple. Now, your cortisol through the roof thing sounds to me a lot like it came from stress, but it also affected your immune system. Uh, and and that's what caused the, the thyroid issues and the Hashimoto's because the, the thyroid issues and Hashimoto's issues come from immune when your immune system is overloaded or can't or your immune system uh, can't can't do the reparative work that it needs to be done and that can come from stress. So uh, so you're you're mm-hmm. telling me that your eating is really good and your rebounding is really good, but uh, but what's the key for you? What is going to turn it around? is reprogramming and i do say reprogramming because stress is as from from immense mental stress is is a program that we run in our in the software of our brain and body uh you 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 and i could be standing in line uh for for the bank you know bank teller and you know you could take two people they're standing in line one of them's stressed out because they're because it's taking so long the other one couldn't care the stress isn't what's going on outside. The stress is what's going on inside. Uh, and that can be reprogrammed mm-hmm. through meditation, working through emotional issues, uh, doing things like ta- the same things, the cellular release, the tapping. But nothing's better than meditation. Also, mind-body practices like yoga, uh, tai chi. So for you, um, I would be focused 100% on various mind-body stress reduction practices. Um, if, if you can do okay. a regular meditation either like through the, the visualizations that we do and the meditations that we do, or uh, another good one is Ziva Mind. Emily Fletcher from Ziva Mind has a good meditation program. Uh, but, but doing, even if you start out, and I started out, I started out listening to a 20-minute meditation every day. 
Uh, and I did that for two years, and then I learned how to do it on my – and then I just was able to do it on my own. I didn't need that anymore. And then I became addicted to it because it felt so good, and then it just kept go- growing from there. That's kind of the thing for you. Yeah. That's, that's what you need. That will, and then when you're okay. doing the, the meditation, what we like to do is combine meditation with visualization. Visualization is a really powerful way to, to heal when you're in a meditative state. You can imagine white light going through your adrenals and healing your adrenals and white light going through your, your um, thyroid and healing your thyroid and healing your immune system. And then the weight melting off of your body as you're doing that. Uh, that's, that's a really powerful thing to do. But I would focus, do everything that you're doing now, but develop a mind-body practice. Either go to a yoga class a couple times a week or a Tai Chi class or a Qi Kung class or learn it, learn okay. it online on FMTV or, or Gaia and do a meditation every day. Uh, and those are the things that, that will shift it for you. As soon as yeah. your adrenals are healed and your, your brain and body are not feeling stress all the time, as soon as that happens, uh, this, the, the, your cortisol will be normalized your insulin levels will go down and your body will lose weight. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I did start because um, cool. I, uh, I bought your book like a couple weeks ago, so I started doing the nighttime visualizations and also the, yeah. the morning one too. But I noticed that right. like just within the last couple of days, sometimes when I go to do the nighttime, I, I almost feel like a stress just before I do it. Like, yeah. It's, uh, okay. And, and what, 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 I, what is that stress? Like what, like you don't want um, to do it? What if you do it wrong or it causes effort or is it, or do you think it's something inside your body that's kind of rebelling to the Yeah, the I think it's almost something in my body. It's like, I just, um, yeah. I, I just feel like I'm anxious um, yeah. and it's nothing well, that, like well, nothing common. I'm thinking because I love them. That, 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 okay. Well, I just want to say that that's kind of common because there's something in you that's, that's healing. And it, to me, it means it's working. Uh, but there's the part of you that's 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 not working, that's kind of that's kind of broken in a sense that doesn't want to be healed, that's resisting okay. that. So the fact that there okay. there is that feeling says that it's actually actually it's doing something for you. Okay, that's what I wondered. If it was almost like my body was yeah. like fighting against it because it's so used. I to being feel that that's, that's ex- <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what's happening, uh, and it means that okay. it's, whatever's happening is powerful for you. So I would start with that, just listening to that. Now, we've got a lot of daytime visualizations in the support group, uh, in the visualization apps, uh, in the 12-week course. We've got lots and lots of vis- other daytime visualizations. Uh, be great to experiment with those also in the morning. Just sit there. They're usually 7 to 10 minutes long. Sit there, press play. Uh, yeah. and let your mind wander. Just, just, you know, just be in, a, in that state. Uh, that would be kind okay. of the next step. But keep doing what you're doing now because it's obviously there's something in it that's working for you. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. My pleasure. Take care, Julie. Thanks. You too. Cool. Let's talk to Nora in New York, please. Yes. Hey, John. My name is Nora. Um, so Hi, Nora. I have been struggling with anxiety and depression. I'm 27 years old, and my father died when I was 15. I had an eating disorder, um, anorexia, and then binge eating disorder. And I'm I'm looking I'm I don't have as I mean I'm looking to lose like 35 pounds, which I know is not a ton, but it's something that's been a hardship for me since I was 15, and I'm like successfully in my profession and education, and I'm just like afraid, John. Like I have so much fear every time I 
wake up, and I have been trying your free 21-day meditation, but I'm a little impatient because I'm just so anxious and I'm so, like, overwhelmed with, like, everything that you're telling everyone, like, it's so amazing, but I get a little overwhelmed with, like, oh, my gosh, yoga, tai chi. Um, I'm just, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know what to do yeah. anymore because I feel like I've been trying so many things. So I'm overwhelmed, yeah. I'm anxious, well, I, just I want... have a lot of fear in me. I... Mm-hmm. If you could, I'll tell you what, if you could spend six months just listening to a morning visualization every day and nothing else. Uh, that would be uh-huh. really, really awesome. Uh, and get to the place where you can kind of lear- do them on your own or do a meditation on your own. We have some meditations also that are similar to the visualizations in both the support group and the 12-week uh, course and, and uh, I think in the app also. Um, but, uh, but I think I would want you to do nothing else other than that. And then whenever it feels right to you, for you, to start to do some emotional work on, on losing your father. Even though it happened a long time ago, your, your body's still carrying it. It's very common. Uh, and like, as I said at the beginning of the call, you know, we uh, place no emphasis on emotional healing and emotional health. It's all about drinking or taking a prescription pill, uh, watching mm-hmm. TV, or go, you know, distracting yourself. But no, that you carry those, those traumas, and that's, that's what's affecting you. And so do, do if you could spend six months Doing a visualization every morning and do, working through some, doing some sort of trauma work, uh, you're going to be a uh-huh. different person after that. And uh, and then wow. and then you'll know what to do next. You you will know what to do next. But you will have worked through the trauma. You will have reprogrammed out the anxiety because when you do a meditation, what happens is the part of your brain uh, that's in charge of anxiety, fear, and aggression. It's uh, it's uh, called the. It's in the limbic area. It's called the amygdala. It's a small area mm-hmm. in the middle of your brain that is pumping out stress hormones all the time and and uh, creating this kind of feedback loop where the stress hormones cause the stress, the stress cause and the, and the fear, and the fear causes the, the hormones to pump out. It goes on and on. But when right. you meditate, even for ten minutes, what it does is it rewires your brain. So it it starts to uh, inhibit and block the signals in and out of the amygdala. So you're not getting that thing that's happening all the time. It just starts to go away mm-hmm. and you start to develop uh, neural networks in the areas of your brain that are in charge of feeling complete, whole, supported, loved, uh, just this uh, kind of holistic creative center. You're actually rewiring the software of your brain. Uh, by doing by doing this, and that's why even 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 if you just do it for ten minutes a day, that uh, inhibiting of the amygdala is going to happen throughout the day. And the more you do it each day, it reinforces this rewiring of your brain chemistry, and you just change. Uh, I used to be tremendously more neurotic and compulsive and angry and uh, confrontative and and stressed out. Uh, my um, my first wife used to talk, say it was like a car that was on overdrive all the time. You know, it's like revving high, mm-hmm. and uh, and that changes. It just uh, you you rewire the chemistry. So you've had some trauma that's made you feel like as a 15 year old the world's unsafe. Uh, when we feel like the world's unsafe, we cre- we're always anxious and nervous, and then that builds on itself. We we then wire our brain toward anxiousness and nervousness. You got to spend six months on doing all that. And if you do that, you, you're going to be, you're going to feel and be a completely different person. Really powerful thing to do. So don't get overwhelmed. Okay. Just do that one thing. Even if you're just lying in your bed 
listening to the visualization, that's yeah. good enough. Uh, but just do that one thing every day for six months, and you will be a different person. Okay. Thank you, John. Awesome. Okay, take care. Thanks. Cool. Let's, let's talk to uh, Bill from Texas, please. Hello, John. How's it going, man? Hey, Bill. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I uh give you a little update. I uh had an episode of AFib about a month ago and uh scared the crap out of me, I gotta be honest with you. And uh yeah. I went in and had to do some things to change up things and I kinda just decided I was gonna become a, a voracious reader and uh okay. kinda leads me down the path I'm going. Um Yeah. Just real quick, I got a couple of thoughts. I was reading about the, the using the brain as a healing system to heal the rest of your body. Kind of goes with the thought that you're you're carrying out with this with this Ask John segment. And uh, yeah, I was uh, wondering what your thoughts are on that. About there's two things. One is the uh, how the hippocampus. I'd heard that it cre- uh, generates about 700 stem cells per day. When it's uh, when it's being okay. treated right, meaning you're not toxic and all this other stuff. Yeah. Also, yeah. the effect of being remaining positive at times, or as much as you can, and how much it, yeah. it it impacts your system. And then I got a couple other questions for you when you when I hear your thoughts, if you don't mind. Okay, so here's the first thing to think about in terms of staying positive and the brain-body connection. But let, just talking in terms of stress. So we have, if you look at the adrenals. Uh, the adrenals will produce either stress hormones or reparative hormones, one or the other, but not both. And, and it kind of makes sense from a survival standpoint, because when you have, when, when there's a stress and your body's producing stress hormones, uh, what you're, what, what basically the message to the body is, look, there is an issue we have to deal with that takes priority, whether it's a, a tiger chasing you or starvation or whatever the thing is, there's an issue that takes priority over healing. So we don't have time or energy to heal right now. We need to solve the problem. And where the body gets messed up is that the body only understands, translates things as physical, physical stress, physical dangers. So when you're worried about uh, where the stock market's going to be in six months from now, or you know, when you're going to get that bonus, you, yeah, well, there you go. Your body says, hang on, we're in danger right now. It, that's how it interprets that. It doesn't know what six, six months are. You know, Eckhart Tolle says the only part of us that's always living in the present moment is our body. Our body only knows the present moment. It's a, it's a very reptilian, survival, animal type of thing that's going on here. But then we've got this whole other part of our brain that, that thinks about the future, conceptualizes the future, worries about the future, causing a signal to the, to the animal part of your brain that you are not safe. And so your body is now saying, we can't repair itself. We can't, re- we, we can't worry about repairing right now. We have to solve the, the, the issue. And it doesn't know what the issue is. And then we get all screwed up. But if you're, as a result, if, we're, if you're in a chronic stress state because of a mental issue, your body never repairs itself. And that's why stress and, and cancer, for example, are so are so linked because we're always our cells are always mutating all the time but when you can repair that it's not a big deal your body's always repairing it but when you're in a stress state you never get to repair it 
So something like a cancer, for example, can keep going and going and going because there's nothing stopping it. And it's the same with heart disease, uh, uh, circulatory problems. They're, they're happening all the time. The problem is, is, is our inability to repair. That's the problem, and that comes from mm-hmm. the stress. So when you rewire your brain so that you're not in a chronic stress state anymore, your adrenals then start producing reparative hormones, which can cure all the issues in your body, whether they're heart issues or, or cancers or autoimmune issues, whatever they are, you now have the ability and the resources to heal yourself. So at the most fundamental level, they're just reprogramming your body through meditation and mind-body practices to no lo- to, so that you're no longer in a chronic stress state is unbelievable for healing. It, and, and most of us no, don't experience it because most of us are in a chronic stress state. I don't, I'd say 90-plus percent of the people out there are in a chronic stress state, so they don't get to re- really access the true healing benefits of the body. That's the first level. At another level, I believe that our consciousness operating through our brain circuitry and software, untold ability to heal the body. Uh, If you look at some amazing studies have been done with placebos, you know what a placebo is, right? When you take something that is like a fake pill. So here's some, so what they found when they do placebo studies is that the mind is, is unbelievable at the, at healing whatever it thinks it's going to heal. For example, with uh, they, many, many times when they do tests with antidepressants, there was one that, that's coming to mind right now. They did a test uh, with an antidepressant that's supposed to raise dopamine levels. And the people that took the placebo, so it wasn't a real, it was just a fake pill, there was mm-hmm. nothing to raise dopamine levels. Not only did, the, their, did their depression go away, their dopamine levels re- re- rose. So Actually, physically, chemically, the thing that the, that the pill was supposed to do, that they thought it was going to do, it did. There was another study with placebos where they were testing two different types of knee surgeries. So they had three groups. Right. One group uh, did, did one knee surgery, one group the other, and the third group had no knee surgery. They just pretended it was a placebo. And that group had the same or better recovery rate of their knees simply because they thought their knees were going to get better. And then it works in reverse also. There's something called the nocebo effect. So the nocebo effect is when you think something bad's going to happen, like when your doctor says you have six months to live, and then, you know, you die in six months. There, uh, Deepak Chopra talks, uh, talks about a story about this one patient, not his patient, but someone else's, who uh, went in for a chest X-ray, and the doctor said you've got a, a cancer in your lungs. Yeah. It's, it's a black mark. You can see it right here. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and you have six months to live, and that, that person died in six months. <clears throat> and then they were cleaning out his office, and they found a chest x-ray from 20 years ago, and the same spot was there that no one found. He'd been living with it for 20 years. He only like died. Yeah, he only died because all of a sudden he had the belief that he was going to die. Then, uh, well, I'll just tell you one other. Just a, uh, there, there, there was a study where... They were looking at different chemotherapies to see which chemotherapy was the most effective. And so one group had a placebo where they weren't really getting chemotherapy. One-third of the people that did not get chemotherapy but thought they were getting chemotherapy lost their hair. They thought they wow. were getting chemotherapy, and they lost <laughs> their hair. Yeah. So, so the mind-body connection, the, the belief, our consciousness and our beliefs, it's completely untapped 
it's untapped and it's unfunded either because there's no money in it. You know, let's face it, the pharmaceutical yeah, I, companies in aggregate make probably over a trillion dollars a year or something close to it. So not much money in saying, hey, you don't need this. You just have to think yourself right. healthy. But So there's not a lot of research to it. But but uh, I personally believe it's completely untapped and uh, our, our mind-body, our mind's ability to heal our body is is far beyond what anyone way beyond what anyone thinks is possible. So which, I, I think you're going in a great to, direction. I got, yeah. yeah, I got I got two quick thoughts because I don't want if there's anybody else I don't want to hold them yeah, up. But um, that's okay. Deal, I got, the first one is I've been focusing on memory training because I was reading about some people who have reversed cardiomyopathy, which is just yeah. unbelievable how they're doing it. I don't know exactly how they're doing it, um, but memory training tips and uh, how they're reprogramming their brain and strengthening hippocampus and, and, and enlarging in it, enlarging it and making it uh, a more a bit more able to, I, I don't know how, they're, they're, I guess they're getting more oxygen in the brain and more oxygen in the heart or more nitric oxide is the point. But what I was, uh, yeah. what I was the interesting study that I found was that people that were doing it, like, if, like in my case, I've been doing this while I'm riding my stationary bike. I'm not hitting it really hard. I'm just sort of just, you know, a nice slow pace, so I, it's it's comfortable. But I'm getting more oxygen in, and I'm also doing memory work at the time at the same time. And I don't the know. Memory work is not uh, something I'm familiar with, but I'm really interested in it. It's, it sounds really intriguing. So the memory work is basically doing things to enlarge the hippocampus, which is then creating more stem cells. Uh, which is then allowing the body to heal itself from from heart disease. Is that, that's what you're saying. Is that is that correct? Heart disease or, or other whatever other conditions. I haven't I haven't gotten I, real far into it. But like I said, since I had that issue, I was became a a, a big time reader. So I took a yeah. online speed reading course and started doing all kinds of fun things. Um, yeah, the last thought I had, and then I'll let you get uh, was about uh, when you're when you're visualizing and you're meditating. Are you able to visualize the body meridians and, and stuff like that? Because I'd like to get where I can send light through each one of the meridians. Sometimes, sometimes I, I, I find that my ability to visualize uh, changes. It's not, you know, sometimes it's better than other times. But there are times when I can be very, very granular and very specific and see light going through different parts of my body. And other times I can't. I wouldn't uh, hold yourself to try to, you know, grade yourself or hold yourself to any standard just in general though it's something that gets better over time like any other thing that you do whether you're weightlifting or juggling or skiing whatever whatever the thing is you're going to get better and better at it and this is definitely one of them so i do find that my ability to focus and see light going through my body is something that gets better over time cool man i I just want to mention one other thing i don't know what it is down there i don't know we're falling down there right now it's it's fall and it's a little bit it's sunny but cool it's nice i just want to mention one other thing bill is that uh nothing uh nothing increases stem cell production more than doing uh, a fast or a detox so we so you might want to consider uh the detox that we're doing next week in in the next couple of weeks or just do your own thing but uh and even if you do what they call intermittent fasting where you're eating you know for six hours eating from like 12 to six yeah uh, that eight-hour yeah, period, six. you are producing more stem cells. But but if you do a five-day cleanse like the one that we do, the stem cell kind of production goes through the roof, uh, and the healing of the, oh, okay. goes, of the body goes through the roof. So 
I have cool. even had times where, you know, I felt kind of like that mild feeling of angina that you get that's, you know, that oh, yeah. most men in their no 50s way. get at one time. And then have it do a detox and have it kind of completely stop. So uh, something you might want to look into oh, also, cool. just from reading about detox. Yeah, There's okay. a guy named Dr. Joel Furman. Check out Dr. Joel Furman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's got lots of great information about detoxing. Okay, cool. Hey man, awesome. it's good to talk to you. Hang in there. All right. Good. Um, good to I'll talk, talk to you, to you too. Soon. All right. Bye. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Cool. Cool. Let's talk to uh, Bala, please, in Australia. Hello, John. This is Bala. Hello. Hi, Bala. How are you? Uh, hi. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Thank how are you? Um, Good. Yeah, good. Thank you. Um, I uh, just want to say, like, I joined the 12-week transformation last year, end of last year, because I wanted to lose around 40 kilos. Um, and I um, just yeah. want to say it was all very good and positive, and I could do everything without any difficulty. And I did lose uh, five kilos uh, at the end of it, including the detox. Um, but um, okay. it's just like once I started seeing the changes, and people started noticing and uh, they thought like I lost more than five kilos oh. because I did look like yeah. <laughs> it was really great. But what happened was uh, after this, somehow um, I, I did not have any additional stress or anything. But somehow uh, when I started realizing this and then when started people people started telling, I kind of yeah. lost yeah. my interest or I don't know uh, what word to put yeah, in there, but I just you. couldn't do uh, anything. Bala, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me, let yeah, me stop yeah, you because yeah. I understand what's yeah. happening. So this is this is also one of the most textbook examples of your body wanting to hold on to weight for for safety reasons. Uh, it is so common uh-huh. that when you lose weight and so, and people start noticing and they say you look great and then you and then all of a sudden you start eating more, you start gaining weight. That's an indication that there's some part of you psychologically, emotionally, that does not feel safe being noticed. It's very, very, very common. And it's, and it's okay. what you need to work on because, because every time you get to this place in your journey, what's going to happen mm-hmm. is the same thing's going to happen. You're going to run into the same issue where your body feels unsafe. Your body feels unsafe being noticed. So, uh, so there's two things that I want to I want to suggest for you. The first one is that mm-hmm. you listen on a regular basis to the safe, strong, and protected visualization. This is a visualization that helps you feel safe uh, mm-hmm. losing the weight. So I want you to listen to that on a daily basis, and then I want you to do a okay. visualization okay. with me right now. I want you to do a visualization with me okay. right now. And every, everybody that's listening mm-hmm. can do this visualization, too, that wants to. Uh, and, and once I teach you this visualization, I would like you to, to practice it every day. Okay? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, so I'd like you to imagine right now, right now with me, imagine that you're walking down the street <laughs> and you're in your most perfect ideal shape and it's a beautiful day and you feel amazing and you look amazing and you just got so much light and love coming out of you. It's a beautiful day. You're walking down the street. How does, and, and so just take a moment to visualize that, okay? And yeah. then how, how does that feel? How does that feel as you're walking down the street? How do you feel? Yeah, it feels good to be my ideal way. It feels good. Okay. 
Now, now let's go keep going, okay? Now, you're walking down the street, and you're in the most ideal way, and you feel good. But as you're walking down the street, people are noticing you. They can't help but notice you. there's so much beauty and light and love coming out of you. They're noticing you. Uh, as you walk by, they're looking at you. How does that feel? That feels good as well, actually. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, then that's, that's, that's very interesting because usually for people that have a, this issue, it's going to feel uncomfortable. So there's nothing in you that, that feels uncomfortable with people noticing you and as you're walking by? No, I don't. I, I actually feel happy. Okay. Okay, so what do you think is going on when people say to you, oh, you look great? What, do you, like, what are you feeling then when people say that to you? Uh, I get scared thinking that it will not last. last. Okay. And then what's but, uh, the scare? Like, uh, why is that make... Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I don't know because uh, I've always been fat um, since I remember me, um, you know, from my childhood, I've always been fat and uh, I've tried losing weight with, through so many means and it did not happen anytime um, because I will lose some and, uh, you know, gain back everything. And even now I've gained the uh, five pounds, I mean, five kilos already. Uh, because the, the one yeah. which I lost with the 12-week uh, transformation, I've gained it already. And I look more fat. Though I've gained only what I've lost, I look yeah. more um, yeah, so uh, it's like uh, now even when I listen to the visualization, I do listen to it every day. I feel like, oh, no, this is not going to work because nothing works for me and this is not going to work as well. But, you know, when I, when it does happen, I feel very happy. And when people notice, I feel happy. But when some people tell me, I get scared thinking like, okay, this is not going to last. Um, you know, but I don't know. I, I, do, I don't understand that it sounds contradictory, but I, that's how I feel. So, so what age were, were you when you first started gaining weight? I don't know. I was a child. Um, I don't know why, but um, I, I think I can guess because my father was a very strict and um, scary person, like not in a bad sense, but I was always scared of him when I was a kid. Maybe yeah. that, I don't know. Uh, but um, I don't remember any trauma or anything, but maybe that, and I was always uh, scared of him. And do you, find, do you find in general in your life that there's people that are similar that you might be scared of or angry people? Or do you, do you find that that happens sometimes, that there's people like that in your life now? Oh, always. Always when I was, uh, until I got married, always. Because I was always thinking, like, I would get someone like my dad who is angry and I have to get married yeah. to that guy and he'll be the same. I was always like that, but... Um, Thankfully, I've got a wonderful person as a husband. But, yeah, until my marriage, it was always there. Like, you know, I was always scared of uh, um, people like my dad. He's not a bad person, but he was like that. No. Yeah. Yeah, well, that also is a common trigger. Well, I'd I'd still love for you to listen to the Safe, Strong, and Protected visualization on a daily basis uh, because that kind of takes care of, uh, encapsulates a lot of the emotional issues that can cause you to gain weight. And there's definitely something there. Uh, that, that relates to other people, whether it's p- people that are angry or people that are proud of you and you don't want to let them down, whatever it is, there's, there's something that relates to other people and there's a safety issue that's causing, that's causing a trigger to you. So um, I would love okay. for you to listen to that safe, strong, and protected visualization on a daily basis for at least a couple of months and see yeah. if there's a, a shift that comes from that. Oh, definitely. Thank you so much for that. I'll definitely do that. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, my pleasure. Thanks, John. Okay, cool. So uh, I think that's, that's just about it for today. So um, re- definitely let's, um, uh, over the next couple of, couple of weeks, uh, when uh, if you can uh, check out all of our coaching cl- classes that we have, our weekly coaching classes, uh, and reach out to us in the, in the forum, we're more than happy to connect with you. Uh, I'll be back in a month. I'd love to talk to you again then. Uh, check our emails if you're interested in the detox. That's happening. Uh, you'll get those emails next week. Uh, keep sharing. Keep supporting. Keep doing what you're doing. We're all on an amazing adventure of self-healing and self-discovery, learning what's possible uh, be, by healing the mind and the body at every level. So keep doing what you're doing. You're turning back the clock. Uh, you are making new inroads into what's possible for you in, in your health and your wellness and fitness. So keep doing that. And uh, look forward to talking to you all soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me on this Ask John Call-In Day. For any questions I was unable to get to in this call, I'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference. I appreciate you taking time to join me here, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.